Well, welcome everybody to the Grow People Podcast. Welcome. Grow People Podcast for the purpose of growing people. You have to yell that. Oh, yeah, growing yeah, yeah. people. We, yes. have a, we have a guest today. Sorry, yeah. y'all yeah. didn't tell me. Yes, uh, we are so well, excited. No. Our Well, we've had guests before. Uh, we had Zip and Frank and uh, the folks from uh, Give a Kid a Chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, uh, and I'm so excited about this because there's so many things to talk about. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I'm ready. okay. So uh, these guys are sitting really close to each other. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, because they're married to each other, we are our communications and culture minister. Yep, Lindsay Gertis. Yes, uh, joining us today on the podcast. Talk a little woco. Yeah, let's do but it. we have other things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reasons I am excited. Uh, okay. To have you on the show, do you rem- do you remember, do the, remember the very first podcast? Yes. Okay. Oh, you, you were in the room. You're sitting right over there, right there. on the floor, mm-hmm. and at the end of the podcast, mm-hmm. I said, "If you want a transcript of today's show, and <laughs> and you being so meticulous and and into every detail of every piece of communication, yes, you kind of had that." That frozen, I'm freaking outlook. Yes. Of I didn't know we had to have a transcript of the podcast. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it's become a running joke on the podcast. Okay. At the end, we say, "Hey, if you need a transcript of the podcast, just write down everything we say." <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's I a kid- joke to us. I don't know if it is <laughs> anybody else. In so that I- moment, it was not a joke to me. I was like, "Oh no, I did not do my job." What are we gonna do? Are we supposed to have a transcript? I'm trying to think about how I'm gonna get this transcript. You know, transcript. Transcribed. And then you said write everything down. I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, thank you, yeah. Lord. So I kid you not, a couple of weeks ago, and I normally listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, where you would normally get your podcast. Yeah. Um, but I decided to check it out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I started watching the podcast. There's a transcript. Oh, oh there it is. Does it automatically? <laughs> yes. I had no idea. Praise the Lord. There's an actual transcript. So here yeah. I am joking about, you know, there's and no somebody's trans- actually doing it. Yeah. Somebody YouTube. Yeah, is. I didn't know. Is there if that a transcript was- or is it closed captioned? Is that what you're saying? No, there's a transcript. Like it's all there. You could go and read it as as you're watching it. It comes up. I think that would be closed captioning, maybe. Yeah. So what? It yeah. <laughs> it's still there. At the the yeah. whole thing is the still there at the are end. There. Yes. Oh, it's, it's still there. Still there. It's not on the oh. screen. It's below. Oh, okay, great. Oh, where, wow. where, okay, that's cool. Where you would see people write amazing comments. Oh, yes, wow. Yes, please. Go write an amazing yeah. comment. That would be awesome. So, We'd love that. Uh, surprise. surprise. There is a transcript. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And it's not me. Who knew? Who knew? So now are, are we going to change the tagline? Like, if you want a transcript, go to YouTube. No, because only 13 people yeah. are watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody consumes their podcasts in different ways, but yes. most people consume it while they're driving. Yeah. Yes, I definitely consume my podcasts while driving. Mm-hmm. Are we sure. using the word "consume" for this, or, or this, listen, or yeah, listen to? Look, yeah, listen Consume's to. What do you fine. do? Do you watch or do you? Listen? No, I listen. Is yeah. it I listen well? How do you, in, in more of a general? How do you consume your media? Mm. How do you? You wouldn't say how you listen to your media. You would say True. how do you consume your media? Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I watch the news, but I don't watch podcasts. Okay. I listen. to Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay. That was just, great. That was great. just one of the, that's just one of the things I wanted to bring <laughs> great. up. Great. I love it. Check that off your list. Yeah. Um, the best show, as we always say, is the fifteen or twenty minutes prior to the recording of the podcast. Yeah. When you dropped a a huge bomb on us. I did. Yes. What did I drop? You, you talked about a, a show you were watching. Oh, yes. And I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I got to give you the props to it. Um, you can take the credit for it. It's, oh, okay. It's By the way, I'm if you're like, listening for the first time, yeah. the other guy is our lead pastor, yeah, Jason Gertis. We pastor. never even got to that part no. of the introduction. That's all right. 
You, this yeah, is you my totally, husband. You totally botched this the whole introduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, you, he said we were married. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, sometimes it's like, oh. You know, oh yeah, you're Pastor Jason's wife. I'm Pastor no, Jason's I wife. Am... No, this is Lindsay's husband. That's right. Yes, <laughs> yes. this is our communication minister's <laughs> husband. husband. Yes. yes, one of my best titles. Um, yes, but yeah. So he went to Montana a couple of weeks ago, and he told me about this um, documentary that he watched on the way there back. Yeah, over. on the plane. On the plane. Yeah. Consumed it on the plane. He consumed, consumed it on the plane. <laughs> and um, it's not that I have a problem with consumption. I mean, look at me. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, it was, it's called Facing Nolan and it is about, it's a documentary Nolan, about Nolan Ryan, yeah. which is amazing because it, oh, it's so good. I mean, my favorite non Philly of all time mm-hmm. is Nolan Ryan. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we don't know if you know this, but we're from Texas I've heard. and oh, you've heard. Okay, great. And so <laughs> we are huge Texas fans, um, just of all people. Um, and so Nolan Ryan being a Astro baseball player and a Texas Ranger baseball player, mm-hmm. um, like we just grew up mm-hmm. with knowing oh. who he is and was and followed him and everything. So, oh yes. man, He's amazing. it was so, so good. But you know, I didn't even tell you this, you know who I didn't even realize was going to be on the Netflix or on the documentary is Bobby Valentine. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was well, a huge Bobby Valentine yeah. fan whenever I was a kid. Oh, I remember he when, he, when he ran yep. through the fence. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bobby Valentine. See, this is great because uh, one of my favorite moments in 34 years of broadcasting was Nolan Ryan. Mm-hmm. And we would have just these amazing guests. When he beat up? Yeah. He, <laughs> when, when Nolan Ryan beat, beat me up. He beat up Robin Ventura, then yeah. he beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he could have. Yeah. Uh, so we had these amazing guests on every day. And this was when I was working in California. Mm-hmm. And one day the producer says, Hey, you want Nolan Ryan on? And I I I got so scared. Yeah. And, and like, like to come on your show? Yes. No, oh no one intimidated me. We had we had vice presidents on. We had I, Wow. And there were there were like 10 people in the room for this interview. And I was petrified. Because <laughs> I mean, this is guys bigger than life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he yeah. threw hundred miles an hour when nobody threw hundred miles an hour. So I'm like, what could I? possibly say to him that he hasn't heard before yeah and i dropped a nugget on him and you know he's got that kind of a high voice mm-hmm. yeah and it got really high he's like oh well thank you so much for saying that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the nugget um the 1980 playoffs uh the phillies were playing the astros i wasn't born yet <laughs> <laughs> keep going but I like how you got that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was 21. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the 1980 playoffs, uh, Phillies are playing the Astros. Mm-hmm. And in game five, so it was best of five in that series okay. to, to go to the World Series yes. before it was best seven. of seven. And um, Nolan Ryan was pitching for the Astros, and Phillies couldn't hit him. And Bill Verdon, who was the manager of the Astros, brought in, uh, I think it was Joe Sambito, mm-hmm. uh, who was the relief pitcher. And the Phillies got a couple of runs off them. And I said, if they'd have left you in, you guys would have gone to the World Series. Hmm. And you know that was one of the big things that he just never got to experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, obviously on the Mets back in 69, but you weren't born then either. No. Um, so anyway, it was a well, cool, it was a cool, it was a cool it was, Nolan Ryan moment. That's all I yeah. got. I think it was either when, I, when he was with the Mets or the Angels that he only made $7,000 for the season. The Mets. For the Mets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then he had to like he played this entire season, made seven thousand dollars, and then had to go back home. They weren't paid during the off season. They weren't paid during the off season. And so he had to work during yeah. the off season. 
He was a yeah. he did Nolan HVAC. Ryan, you yep. know, it's it's just crazy. Yeah. So I would highly recommend watching that documentary. It's phenomenal. Yeah, if my mom hadn't taken my Nolan Ryan rookie card oh. when I was a kid mm. and take took the, uh, the the picture off the backing, took the picture, peeled the picture off the cardboard and then decoupaged it oh, onto no. a trash can. Oh. I, I would be getting paid on Nolan Ryan right yes, now. Yes, yes, you would. Um, wow. I remember yeah, you wouldn't that, be doing I, this. I remember that card. <laughs> you wouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was another Mets pitcher on there. Anybody? Anybody? Chandler? Anybody? Uh, Jerry Kuzman was the other pitcher on that card. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, little known fact. You're dating yourself. Well, let's move on. Um, you are here ostensibly uh, to talk about WOCO, yeah. but we're thrilled to have you. Thank you. I'm um, glad to be here. Um, I haven't wanted to really come on because you have to wear headphones. Yeah. But then I've been a rebel and we're not wearing headphones today. We're yeah. head, headphoneless. We're headphoneless. Yeah. So, well, two of y'all have hair that we get messed up by the headphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here I am just saying, I'm willing to serve. Thank yeah. you. I'm willing to sacrifice. We're so glad so, that, for that. It's a big sacrifice. That no headphones. So uh, mess up your hair. Let's get into WOCO a little bit. Okay. Let's um, do it. You know, every time we do an event, mm-hmm. I come running down the hall at the end of the event, whether it's give a kid a chance or hope for Christmas or and anything, anything big we do. Yeah. And I say, this is the best thing we've ever done. Yes. And I don't think that's an exaggeration to no, say that. And now it's like, I just get ready for it. And so we were, after it was all over, you and I were in the hallway and you were like, you ready for it? You ready for it? And you said it like, this is the best thing that we've ever done. And I just love that. I think it's, you know, I love your enthusiasm towards everything that we do. You know, um, I do appreciate that about you. Well, so. it was the best thing we've ever done. It and was. It in was October on October first. It was the best thing that we've ever done. Best thing we've ever done on that day. Mm-hmm. Oh, on that day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, 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 I'm tracking yeah. on that. Um, my my wife said, uh, Leanna said, it was just from start to finish, just so authentic. Yeah. I and agree. and we know so much. Uh, went into WOCO, but there were 700 women. Mm-hmm. Seven women had their lives changed forever mm-hmm. and their families changed possibly for generations yeah. having trusted in Jesus. Uh, what were your thoughts? Man, I'm not fully recovered yet. Somebody just asked me like, hey, have you recovered yet from WOCO? I'm like, no, it takes me a little bit of time and it takes me time to process and to really like soak it all in because the day of, um, I'm thinking of all the logistics that still have to take place and the schedule and, you know, making sure we're kind of staying on time. And then this year I, I spoke at WOCO as well. And so, um, so it takes me a couple of days to really sit and to process all that took place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I will say that this year, I don't know, there was just this, there was an excitement mm-hmm. and then there was just this incredible peace that I felt wow. that was just all over the entire place. Mm-hmm. And so, and then especially just on my heart, I honestly can tell you that this is this year. And I don't know if it's just me as I'm growing in my faith with the Lord. Um, Cause I mean, I'm, I'm still growing. I'm not done growing. And I think I just really fully, um, realize that like this is his and he's going to do mm-hmm. with it what he wants mm-hmm. um any event that we do this church you know and we are just 
honored that we get to even play a small part and that he's called us to to get to serve here. And so I don't know. I just I just felt this overwhelming sense mm-hmm. of just peace and calmness on my heart yeah. throughout the whole day. And even leading up to it, you know, just even le- leading up to it, it was just like, okay, Lord, you've got this. This yeah. is all you. You've mm-hmm. got this. And, and I think people sensed that. And that was mm-hmm. that was the authenticity. That was the realness. Not that it's never, it's always real enough. For sure. Yeah. Um, we, we, we do things in an authentic way. Yeah. But I think that supernatural peace just accentuated, hey, from the time you pull into the parking mm-hmm. lot, you're just going to have a, a real experience here yeah. where uh, the Holy Spirit's going to move. We don't know how it's going to move. Right. We don't know how he's going to move. Right. So it was great. Yeah, I agree. Uh, your team uh, works for 11 months and 29 days. <laughs> <laughs> you take two days off and then back yeah. at it. I mean, I honestly can tell you that like one of the things I love about Wilco so much is we have an incredible amount of team members who come and serve and to make this thing happen. But um, more than anything, like our staff, it is a full hands-on event. You know, our entire staff does something for WOCO. Mm-hmm. And um, our creative and production team, they knock it out of the park. I kind of share my vision of what I, you know, feel like God has given me and and they just kind of take it and run with it. And then, yeah, it's just the, I mean, our, our communications team, our entire WOCO leadership team, you know, it is, it is a lot of work mm-hmm. and it is so worth it. It is so worth it. Like when, when you see all these women coming in with smiles on their faces and, you know, they're like, we've been looking forward to this all year long. Um, and then when you see lives being changed and marriages being restored and kids coming prodigal children coming home. I mean, you know, it's just such a, it's so worth it. All the things that, you know, that we, that we do are worth it. And this was our ninth women's conference, but we've been doing it for 10 years. Mm -hmm. We did take a break in 2017. And so, um, you know, I feel like one of the things that I really was challenged with this year is like, I could get really on autopilot with it because we know what we need to do. We have a, we have a list, you know, we have a manual of, Mm -hmm everything that we're going to do and how we're going to do it and the timeline and all of that type of stuff. And so it could be really easy for us to just um, kind of be on autopilot. Right. But one of the things that the Lord really challenged me on was like, pray for pray for newness, even mm. in this, pray for freshness, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just kept asking the Lord, like, even though we're kind of checking our boxes of the things that we need to do, yep. just, we want you to show up in a new and fresh way and, we want you to do something that we've never experienced you do before. And the crazy thing to me was, is like, I think, oh, there's just so many people who come to WOCO. They come every single year and they know exactly how it's going to go down. And because, you know, once we've, once you've kind of found a formula that works, it's not like we're making like these massive changes all the time. And, and so, but I can, I can get like concerned. I don't know if that's the word, but like, Oh no, like do how much do we need to change? And we asked a question this year of how many people is this your first time to ever come mm-hmm. to Woco? And the amount of people whose arms went up, yep. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, these are first time people, hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds. And so um it, that really encouraged yeah. me, you know, that like, yes, yeah, sure, we have this, we have this formula of what we of how we do a conference. And we do all different types of creative aspects throughout every year, but um, 
but just, you know, there's so many new people who are coming and haven't ever even experienced it. And so that was a really sweet moment for me that kind of, that God spoke to me as I was sitting there on the front row. Really neat. So, Speaking of front row. Yeah. The the best seat in the house for the preparation of WOCO is sitting next to you. Yes. Um, so Pastor Jason, as you see your wife and our communications minister plan something like WOCO and then go out and preach yeah. a message at WOCO. Um, obviously, you know, you're, you're a husband and you're in love and you're very proud of, of Lindsay, but uh, talk to us about, you know, what do you experience in the lead up to WOCO? Yeah, I, I, I've said this to several people and I've said it to Lindsay before too, but you know, every year, whether it's WOCO or really anything that has to do with something that she's really gifted at, like she may be struggling with something or wrestling with something or like worried about something. And I, I always tell her that like, not, I, I want to be a good husband and listen to her, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And be there for her. But I'm always like, Lindsay, I'm not worried about it though, because you got it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm never worried about something that you're in charge of. I'm never worried about something because I know who she is and what she does. I mean, she is the most gifted person I've ever met. And just in, in a, the array of things that she can do. Like I, the church we used to be on staff at, I would joke because uh, we served together there. I said, y'all think you're going to miss me because I was preaching every week. I said, but you're really going to miss her. <laughs> and we'd been gone about six months and and one of our friends were like, yeah, you're right. I didn't believe you at first, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know because she's the one that runs everything, you know? And so for me, um, I wasn't on the front row uh, Natalie and I sit up in the balcony, uh, or at least we did in the first session. And that was a session that Lindsay spoke at. And I told her this afterwards, like it, it was just amazing to me, n- not so much just Lindsay's giftedness in seeing that, which I'm always so proud of her, but seeing how her giftedness and who she is has brought all these women together. Mm-hmm. It's like, so sitting there in the balcony and, and, in the intro with the armband thing and they're all raising their arms for mm-hmm. like just seeing hundreds and hundreds of arms go up. Um, I mean, I just, I cried many yeah. times and I mean, it just hit me cause it was like, you know, that, that is a result of Lindsay's hard work and planning and our whole team. And so, yeah, I was just so proud of her for um, not only again, cause I know who she is and how gifted she is, but seeing that having an impact on hundreds of people. Mm. Um, is is really what got me this time. Uh, there's always things that she does that I'm proud of her for. Like I said, I'll even joke about like, I'm not worried about this because you got it. Um, but just seeing the impact and the space that um, she worked so hard to create for other ladies to encounter God, that was what was so emotional, was just seeing how it affected other women um, and hearing those stories Um, and I've said this before, you know, that's one of the things that no one ever told me in seminary, how fun it was to see other people thrive in their gifts, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's one thing that education in general, and particularly Christian education doesn't really do. I feel like I was pretty prepared in order to preach and do certain things, but no one told me how fun it was to help other people prepare for that. Mm -hmm. And so one of the coolest things about WOCO to me is I don't have a lot to do with it. Like I'm not 
You didn't even have to build anything this year. No, I didn't have to build anything. I didn't, you know, sometimes I do that just as her husband building a set or something, which I enjoy doing. But it's just amazing to see all these amazing gifted people like Lindsay, like all of our leadership and staff and team members uh, and seeing them serve and their giftedness. Um, I, in fact, I told somebody, um, I don't remember if it was a pastor friend or what. It's like, you know, I don't mind building a stage and I'm, I'm talking metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mind building a stage or a platform, but I want to build it so other people can stand on it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, you know, I'm not trying to build a platform for myself, mm-hmm. um, for me as a person or as a pastor. Uh, and WOCO is just one of those events that I think highlights that probably yep. more than anything else that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because it's put on by women for women, mm-hmm. um, but you just see all these people get to use their gifts. Lindsay's one, all of our worship leaders. I mean, gosh, I, like I was telling Jillian, um, like she was going after it yeah. oh, and singing. Yes. And and Tim and I were joking because Tim is is one of the most – you know, exciting worship leaders that we have, like mm-hmm. jumping around. And I'm always telling him, you know, do more of that. But I was joking with him. I'm like, dude, she was giving you a run for your mm-hmm. money. Like she's yeah. up there, yeah, like she's, she's awesome. going after it, yeah. you know? And I told her the same thing. And so again, as a, as a husband, it's amazing to see Lindsay operate in her giftedness like that. But then as a pastor to see so many people yeah. operate in their gifting, mm-hmm. um, to me, I mean, again, if you think about it, it gets me emotional. That's, one of the most amazing things about that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking Saturday night and was was texting some some folks on the staff that we were all tired, but we were not exhausted. Mm-mm. It was such a good yeah, tired. Yeah, you were drained. Yeah, it was such a good tired. And and there are things that you do in ministry where you, you're just you're drained. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've gone we've all gone to conferences where we leave drained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this felt so good to be tired from that. Yeah. Uh, it was really tough to wipe the smile off everybody's face mm-hmm. yeah. at the end of the day. Uh, but you did preach. I did. And, and what was really cool about that, uh, if you didn't get a chance to see it, this was a uh, from some verses that God put on your heart a long time ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. In January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you share that story? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was reading in Job. And at the beginning of the year, and I remember telling Jason, like, I'm so over reading about Job. Like, his friends are awful. He's got the worst friends, and all of this stuff is happening to him. And, but I just kept trucking along. And um, I don't know if you like fully remember this, but we were sitting in, on the couch one morning, and I was reading out of Job 23, and I got to a set of scriptures, or I got to verse eight and started reading it. And a lot of times, like, if we're, if, if he's near me while I'm reading my Bible, and it's like something like really pops out at me. I want to tell him, but normally mm-hmm. I can't tell him without what crying. Crying. It's like, oh my gosh, this is what just happened. This is She'll what I just start. Read. I'll start a sentence and get like two words in, <laughs> and then it shuts down. Yeah. What, what, did I, what did I do before we started recording? Yeah. I brought in a box of tissues. Yes, yeah. you did. I yeah. have them right here. Um, I have some right there. But um, so Job twenty three eight through fourteen is. Now, probably one of my most favorite sets of scripture. Can I read it really fast? You can. Okay. You can I don't know. Re- can you, you can read it. May you, I? You, you may. You, you can read it really slow if you want. Okay. Yeah. 
all um, the time. <laughs> you can read it really slow. We have all the time in the world. It'll be transcribed on YouTube, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Good callback. Uh, so Job 23, 8 through 14 says, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I do not perceive him. On the left hand, when he is working, and that, that verse 9 part just gets me when he is working because it just is proving not the point yeah. that he is working. Um, but still Job's like, I don't behold him. And he turns to the right hand, but I do not see him. And verse 10 says, but he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. My foot has held fast to his, step, to his steps. I have kept his way and have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. It's so easy whenever we're going through trials to depart mm -hmm. from oh. the commandments <laughs> of God's lips. Yep. Um, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my portion of food, but he is unchangeable and who can turn him back what he desires that he does for he will complete what he appoints for me. And many such things are in his mind. Mm. Um, I just love that. Like we see here that Job is yielding to God. He's searching for God. He's, he's laying everything before God. He's like, God, I can't find you. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're working. Mm. And um, and my foot is going to stay, you know, is I'm going to stay in step with you. And I just think that that's just been a really good challenge to me and a really, um, I don't know, just a really sweet word that, the God, that, that God has given me over the last several months. Um, and I'm just super grateful for... Job 23 or Job used to be used to be a set of or a book that I would kind of not really enjoy reading or not be excited about it but now I just I see the evidence of God in a way that is just so precious and wonderful and that the Lord, you know, mm -hmm. um protected Job, the Lord allowed all of this stuff to happen to him, but um God refined him and God God brought him out as gold, and then he blessed him in ways that were just so incredible. And so, and Jason and I talked a little bit about this. And I didn't even talk about it in my message, but the crazy thing to me, too, is that, you know, even, you know, Job's wife even, like, challenges Job of, like, hey, curse God and die. Like, mm -hmm. look at what God's done to you. And Job is like, no, you crazy woman. Like, I'm going to keep following after the Lord. And then, because of Job's obedience, because Job was obedient and he continued to stay in step with the Lord. When God blessed Job at the end of Job, well, his wife was also blessed. Mm -hmm. And so like our obedience of walking in step with the Lord and not turning away, even when we can't feel that he is working, it is a ripple effect and it affects other people in our family and you know, just in our churches, mm -hmm. if we will just remain faithful. And so um, God has been so faithful to us. And I think so oftentimes we can forget that. And so that's what I really wanted us to focus in on at WOCO was that the Lord has been so faithful to us in the midst of mm -hmm. horrible circumstances, crazy trials, turmoil, sadness, grief. The Lord has been faithful. And what was crazy to me is I just threw that out to all, uh, 
all three of the speakers, you know, like I just, your, your whole message doesn't have to be about faithfulness, but I want you to talk about God's faithfulness. Um, mm-hmm. And then the way that all of their messages, messages kind of intertwined all together was just honestly a total God thing. Yeah. It was, so. I, I asked, I mean, I knew, um, obviously planning and thinking and talking about Woco. Um, but I asked her like, Hey, how, how much did you tell the speakers? You know, mm-hmm. she, and that's what, what she just says. Like, I just told them, I want you to talk on faithfulness, but it was just, it's always amazing to me, but this year, I don't know, maybe I was just paying attention more. It just felt like they all built on each other yes. and how they all worked together. And, you know, there's this good mix of like, like you said at the, at the beginning of honesty, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether it was Lindsay being honest about struggles in her, you know, say her life, our life. And cellulite. Yeah. And cellulite. Oh, well, that, that, that was huge. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Well, I was going to is it okay if I talk about Job now? Because you said, sure. like, I got to stay yeah, out of Job. Yeah. And you gotta, uh, that was funny uh, for if you didn't watch it. But because I said something about Job earlier this year and Lindsay cracked on stage, like telling me to stay out of Job. She doesn't preach John, you know. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But that's the, that's the, I always know when she's, cause she doesn't speak every year, you know, mm-hmm. and it is tough to plan everything and speak. Mm-hmm. But I know when she feels like she's supposed to, she's supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew. Yeah. And so when I told our team like, Hey, this is what I feel like God's laying on my heart. So that means y'all are going to have to stand in the gap for me on some of these things that I normally do. They were all like, yes, yeah. you know, yeah. which was such a huge, yeah. you, were, I, you were Shohei Otani for the angels. He hits and he pitches. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's a really awesome baseball player. Yeah, right I now. feel very. Yeah, uh, you should. That's a great compliment. Yeah, it's not great. Nolan, but you know, not but, Nolan, but, um, but I always enjoy when she preaches because I, I do think people get to see a side of her mm-hmm. that they don't always get to see that I get to see, like that, like her humor, her funniness, mm-hmm. um, cracking jokes. I mean, she is very quick witted on that. Even stuff like that that I had no. I mean, <laughs> we we talked about her message prior to. Um, and you know, I'm giving her feedback on it and stuff, but there was things that she said like that, that it just dropped me too. That was so funny. Um, but yeah, there was an authenticity to it all. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, well, even- and I think that's honestly like, that's the biggest thing to me. It's like, if you're going to get 750, 800 women in a room, let's not be fake. Yes. Yeah. Let's not put the Instagram filter over it. Let's be who we are because we all came in. Let's not worry about what we're wearing. Or- yeah. Like, hush. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Uh, oh, that's not funny. I was going to um, say, I was going to, at the beginning when you were like, it takes a month to process stuff. And I was going to say, and a month to return stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, preach. Oh, preach. We're, I know. We're, I'm so sorry. Our, our offices are closed on Fridays. Yeah. Yes. And people say, hey, what do you do on your day off? I take stuff back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Return <laughs> stuff. That's what I do. It, we, we had a staff member at one point in time years ago. She said, you can guarantee you that any at any given moment, Lindsay's going to have $2,000 worth of stuff that needs to be returned to, returned to Target. Mm-hmm. And that is the truth. Oh, yeah. Target, Amazon, Kohl's, all mm-hmm. the places. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. help it. But, but it's, it's I, all going to go back. Uh, yeah. It's all going to go back. It all is already shipped or, you know, boxed and ready. To well, that's back. my favorite thing. I'll see on the, which I talked about this in a sermon a yes. while back where you said that you are the fraud. <laughs> you know? um, 
But I'll ask her, hey, did you buy this on Amazon? And her first response is, oh, most of it's going back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And my thought is, well, then why mm-hmm. did you buy it? Like, because <laughs> you have to buy like multiple sizes. You don't know what it's going to fit like. Oh, I understand. And so, I live yeah. with you. I've gotten the speech. Yeah, you've gotten the speech. Yeah. But what were we talking about before that? Uh, authenticity. Authenticity. And, 700 oh, yeah. women in the room. Yeah, we just like, want to sit around. Yes, we just want to be honest with each other. And I think that that we're we're not like sometimes we're just not honest. And so mm-hmm. that was my heart of like, you know, I shared some struggles and some health issues and mm-hmm. some things that we've gone through in our family that I really honestly haven't shared with a ton of people. And I mean, I asked you like, Hey, is it okay if I yeah. share all this? And I thought, yeah, let's just go there, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and I was telling, I was telling some of our guys, some of our pastors earlier today, but like in my notes, it says, for me to like say something along the lines of, you know, during my talk, like I just wanted us to be able, I wanted them to feel like we were sitting around having coffee together and just yeah. talking about Jesus. And I forgot to say that in my message and, um, and didn't really even think about it until the end. I was like, Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. No big deal. Well, then somebody at lunch came up to me and just said, you know, Hey, I really appreciate your message. And it spoke to me and it just felt like we were sitting around the, the table having coffee together mm, mm. talking about Jesus. Mm. And I was like, Oh, that's, you know, that was in your notes. And you that was in my notes. It. And yeah. then I didn't say it, but then three more people mm. came and said that to me. Mm. And so I was like, thank you, Lord. Like that, that's, that was the desire of my heart, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that it would be just a bunch of girls sitting around the table talking about Jesus and talking about the faithfulness of who he is. Because I think so oftentimes when we're struggling and when things aren't going well, we um, not only do we like forget that he is faithful, but it's like we we don't even put the focus on that, you yeah. know? And so I just... It's elsewhere. Yeah, it's just elsewhere. And so I think it's just so good for us to be reminded that or we even feel guilty. Like we should be like, oh, God's faithful. He's going to work it all out. Mm-hmm. And then we don't even acknowledge the fact that like, I'm really struggling right yeah. now. Yeah. And I just have learned as I've walked with the Lord that I can take literally every struggle, disappointment, sadness, anytime I'm mad, and I can literally lay it at the feet of of Jesus. And yeah. he doesn't judge me. He doesn't mm-hmm. say like, this is too big for me. He he reminds me who I am in him. And he reminds me that um, he's going to work it out according to his plan and not mine. I can't tell you how many times I've gone, Lord, this is not the way that I wanted this to work out. And he's like, I know, but my way is so much better. And it is. His way is just better. Yeah. And that's why I even was even brought up about joking about returning stuff. Because there's an authenticity in that too. Yeah. Like saying that, you know, even you leading the conference you know, I had nothing to wear. Yeah, you had nothing to wear. You want to make sure. And then I ended up wearing something I already had. Uh, yeah, that was the part. Let's not get into that. Let's not but, get into uh, yeah, that. We will. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like marriage <laughs> I'm just counseling. Watching, I'm yes. just watching yeah. this happening yeah. here. This is what was happening on Friday night, you oh, know, yeah. pre-conference, like going through all this stuff. And she wanted to wear a pink blazer. Uh, which was funny because then Brittany showed up in one. I'm yeah. like, oh, there's your there's pink my blazer. blazer. I'm like, <laughs> where blazer. did you get it? Because yeah. everywhere I was she trying to get find it from, it. that's not where it was from. But there was actually, speaking of Brittany, uh, who is Tim, one of our worship leaders' sister. Yeah, Tim um, Brummel's sister. Yeah, Tim Brummel's sister. Brittany Brooker. Is, and there was an authenticity to what you shared, you know, what she's gone through, what mm-hmm. Whitney's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But one of the things that Brittany said that kind of relates to this that I was just thinking about, she was talking about social media and how we all post on social media because we want to be seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when we're going through things in life that aren't, we can't post about because it's so negative, then it makes us feel unseen. Mm-hmm. And, and so just kind of thinking about what you were just saying, I, I, and that's one of the things I appreciate about you and our team here in WOCO is like, it's not that it's wrong to buy a cute dress to come to WOCO. That's yeah. not the point. But, but I think your heart comes across to people. It's like, yeah, you can dress cute for WOCO. That's fine. But we want you to just to come and be seen. Mm. Yeah. We want you just to come and be seen and known and understand we're all struggling sometimes more, sometimes less, mm-hmm. you know? And so I do appreciate that. Um, even though I give you a hard time about, you know, Hey, no one cares what you're wearing. Like, and no honestly, one, like, I know, don't, I didn't really care either. You know, you just want to feel comfortable in whatever you have on or whatever. But, um, no, I, I want women to feel like they could come to WOCO and it's like a breath of fresh air. They don't have, they don't even have to worry about like, is somebody going to judge me yeah, that I don't right. have this on? I'm not, exactly. you know, like, it's not about that. It's about coming and meeting with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and having fun and having fun yeah. and like being honest, being honest and, you want to say something else? I'll repeat you. <laughs> no, um, no. And so I, we were just feeding off each other. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I'll so shut I, up. No, no, don't shut up. You're great. Um, so I <laughs> <laughs> don't shut up. You're great. <laughs> Do you feel uplifted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the title of this podcast? Don't shut up. It's no, that's like, going to be great. that's yeah. going to be my shirt now. Like <laughs> that's what people need to tell Pastor Jason. Don't shut up. You're great. Mm. Yeah. I'm well, writing that down. We don't want to let that get to your head. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. Um, but no, we just mm-hmm. we do want to create a yeah. space where people can feel cared for and mm-hmm. loved and they can bring all of it. Mm-hmm. You know? And honestly though, like that's that's just the heartbeat of our church. Yeah. yeah. That's who we are as a church. Mm-hmm. Woco is just an extension of what we do every single week here mm-hmm. at Revolution Church. Yeah. And so Sure, at women's conference, we talk, we are more tailored to, towards women, but our whole entire desire of our church is yeah. that we want you to come and we want you to feel loved and cared for and challenged. Mm-hmm. We want to challenge you yeah. and we want to help you grow in your faith. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of our church. I think it's, I say this often, like, even if I wasn't married to him, I'd still want to come here. Mm-hmm. I just love this church yep. so much. It's yep. So incredible. There's a spiritual, and I'll use the word again, authenticity Yes. Yeah. about what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're uh, listening to this podcast and you want to put in the comment section, maybe a, a takeaway yeah, from, from WOCO or a word. The, the word that I had, I mean, it was literally in the first session mm-hmm. that, and I don't think this was planned, mm-hmm. but the band stayed on a... I guess it's the bridge of our original song Harvest, mm-hmm. which I think is just an incredible song. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the line is only your word brings breakthrough. Yes. Yeah. Out of, out of the depths, I hear your call. Mm-hmm. Only your word brings breakthrough. And then I felt in the room, I sensed in the room that during your message, women were getting broken free mm-hmm. uh, it's probably not even the right tense mm-hmm. there was there was breakthrough happening. there was breakthrough yeah. happening yeah mm-hmm. in the room mm-hmm. and it continued throughout the rest of the day yeah agreed and again not planned you you, you do set something okay mm-hmm. we do know we're going to do this song probably here mm-hmm. 
but you're not planning on having that that breakthrough. You're not planning on having that Holy Spirit moment in that time. Yeah. Um, but it happened all through the day. So if you want to post uh, in the comments section uh, something that maybe you had a breakthrough about, mm-hmm. we would love, We'd love uh, to know. Love to read that. Uh, did you have a, a moment? Yeah, several. Like I said, you know, I've joked about, I don't know if I've said this on stage, um, but kind of keeping with the women vibe here, I've, I take testosterone shots. And because of that, like that's one of 12 hormones or whatever you have, Mm -hmm. your other hormones go up as well. So Mm -hmm. my estrogen is higher. (laughs) And so I, I told Lindsay a couple months ago, I'm like, I'm crying all the time now. Like we <laughs> talked about this because I have more estrogen now. And we were sitting around it at, at uh, in the office and I'm like, yeah, I'm crying more. I get commercials. I'm crying. And, <laughs> and then you were like, yeah, and spontaneous trips to Target. And, you know, we were joking about <laughs> since I have more. I think you cry now more than I do. I do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I'm giving a context for it. The, there were several moments throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And again, even. I knew Lindsay's message going into it because we had talked about it and, you know, I helped, you know, um, I didn't say I helped, but like when she was talking to me about it, I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so I knew some of the things she was going to say. Uh, and one of her points, the I think the best one came out of that quote from Spurgeon about how the gold isn't injured, mm-hmm. you know, in the furnace. Like you don't think about that. Um, and she made that point that God's not trying to injure you. Mm-hmm but he's trying to injure what's inside of you. Yeah. You know, like the gold is not injured in that whole process, even though the heat gets turned up so hot, but it's, it's taking out everything that's not gold, you know, in yep. there. And that's what so, we want. That's truly. what we like, want. That's what yeah. we really do want is we want to be refined to yeah. look more like him, but it is a painful process, but mm-hmm. He's like, well, I mean, not to interrupt you, but yeah, he's not no, out to injure us. Yeah. But sometimes, mm-hmm. and we've said this in, in different ways, like sometimes in the middle of it, you don't know that. You don't no. know that he's not out to injure you. It feels like it. It feels like it. Yeah. It feels like you're the one that's burning. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, but really in he is. It, yeah. yeah well, because it is painful. It mm-hmm. is painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it is like God's out to injure what's injuring us. Right. You know, and any time you do that, it is painful. Like, you know, the analogy of cancer or whatever it is, whatever's inside of us that's killing us. The bad thing is our body has attached to that. Mm-hmm. Our body has come uh, become accustomed to that habit or whatever. And even Beth talked about this. Like yeah. when oh, Beth, Beth, like mm-hmm. her, the picture of the tree that she put up there and talking about her own daughter and her struggles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and planting you know roots in, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so. I'm like, again, I'm like, I didn't know that she was going to preach that, but that's our whole mission statement, yeah. you know, the tree and everything, and like, uh, and so we we become so attached to those things that yeah, God does have to rip them out, and it's painful because our body, that's normal to us, but but that's abnormal to the ways of God. Um, so yeah, to, there were several moments like that throughout the day where, again. I was crying because I was proud of Lindsay. I was crying because, you know, I saw all these women worshiping. I was crying, thinking about my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also in my own life, just different things that people said um, that were, and I don't get to do that very often. You know, yeah, you I don't just get, to, get to sit. Yeah. Especially in our own church. Yeah. Like the worship weekend as well was mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Um, and you made a point to say this at the 930 I wasn't in there at this time at the 1115, so you may have said it, but how important it is for like 
and I don't know if you plan to say that, but you, you said, you know, Pastor Jason's here, he's sitting right there, mm-hmm. but it's important for him to experience yes. worship, you know, and take communion. And so it was a great weekend all around for that, mm-hmm. for me personally, to sit there, to experience worship together with our church, singing, you know, scripture, um, taking communion, everything about it. It's just an incredible, incredible weekend. And again, that doesn't happen that often for mm-hmm. me personally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there were so many moments like that, that, like I said, <laughs> I cried about and I don't mind saying it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I thought it was great for the church to see that you need to be filled up. Yeah. Cause you can't pour out every single week. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, if you're empty, mm-hmm. um, if, if you're wondering, speaking of Beth Guckenberger or Guckenberger, I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> heard it both ways. <laughs> uh, what poem she shared at the end of her message yes. that everybody was coming up saying, Hey, can I get a copy of that? Can I get a copy of that? Can I get a copy of that? It's called the fellowship of the unashamed mm-hmm. Yeah, fellowship of the unashamed. You can Google it. It's been blogged about many times. Uh, different versions of it, but yeah. that's pretty close to the uh, the poem that she shared. Well, uh, what a great day it was, yeah, followed up by that worship weekend. And mm-hmm. now we're going to get into John 16. Just yeah, finished John are. 15 a couple of weeks ago. John 16 starts out with, uh, again, another uh, warning to the disciples. Yeah. And don't you be talking about it this week. That's don't mine. Don't worry. I'm not yeah. going to talk about yeah. John. <laughs> hey, but before, I don't know if we're about to end, but before we. Yes, we are. Okay. Before we close out, I do want to say this, and neither one of you know that I'm going to say this, but okay. October is Pastor Appreciation Month. Oh. And so we've got some really incredible pastors on staff at Revolution Church. There's no way that we could do what we do without the leadership of our pastors. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, to text, reach out to our pastors, send them a gift card, send them something, um, write them a letter because, you know, I get I get a front row seat to see everything and how you lead mm-hmm. and everything that you have to carry. And, um, you know, a gift card doesn't really suffice, but hey, it'll be nice. Yeah. Hey, I'm right. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyways, I just want to say church family, like it is pastor appreciation month and we want to love on our pastors well and encourage them and um because we want y'all to keep running this race because Mm. when you're running this race well it sets our whole entire church up to continue to run the race well and that's Mm -hmm. one of the things i'm super appreciative of you is that um you know we we say this all the time like we're in this for the long haul Mm -hmm. and so we're not just sprinting through this thing. Yep. We're running a marathon. And so we want to stay recharged and healthy. And there are some seasons we do a great job at that. And there's some seasons where we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the long, like our long-term goal is to, is to run this race well. And so love on our pastors because they need it and deserve it. And they are incredible men of God. Like I see them off the stage. I'm in meetings with them. I see the way that they lead their families and they are legit. They are the real thing. So anyways, I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna cry. Nothing <laughs> I would rather do for the rest of my life. Yes. Agree. And, um, and I have the benefit of having great pastors. So thank you, uh, pastor Jason and pastor Chad for leading me so well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got some good people. Yep. We do. And of course there's pastor. Dad. Yeah. Pastor Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love pastor Dad. Um, 
What a great. You get a pastor. You get a pastor. You, yeah, are, you, you get cellulite. You get cellulite. Yeah. That was so funny. That was so, not in my notes. Yeah. And so it just came to me and it just made me laugh so hard. There, there were some moments you didn't even know about. Like in the lobby, there was, there was fruit and snacks. Uh-huh. And at one point, there weren't any bananas left. Uh-huh. And I was like, do I have to go out and get potassium pills? Is, is there a potassium shortage going on <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, Because I think there's bananas somewhere in the building. That we Who found, knows? We found okay, some. good, good. You yeah. found them. You yep. found them. Great. Yep. Okay, so that's the uh, Grow People podcast for today. If you want a transcript of today's podcast. Do not email me. No, and don't you don't have to write anything down anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> Right there on on the YouTube. That's so right. I need watching. to go. I need to go verify this before we can say it. <laughs> Not that I don't trust you. Oh, it's but, there. Yeah. It's there. It's there. I trust David yeah. with this. Uh, and it, it may, if it's closed caption, that's just whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's still there. It's yeah. still there. You can still. Read All right, it. John chapter sixteen starts uh, this Thursday night in Canton. Yes. If you did not know that there is a Thursday night gathering in Canton, and for you Thursday night people. I'm going to be all over you on Thursday night. Please sit closer than row 23. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> move, Get move up to on the up. front. Yes. 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 Um, Bring the heat. Yeah. Bring the heat. All right. Like Nolan Ryan. Uh, yes. Woo. Oh, brought it around. And there we go. Full circle. Full the, circle. The express. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, Pastor Jason, thank you. Our statistician uh, today has been Chandler Elder. Our producer is Chandler Elder. Our uh, still photographer was Mason Bumgarner uh, today. Mm -hmm. And everything else that has happened today uh, is under the auspices of our producer, Chandler Holder. (laughs) (laughs) Under the production of Revolution Church Films. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he expressed, and the under the express written consent of Major League Baseball also today. Great. Wow. We're just going to keep on going. Okay. And bye bye. And done. (laughs)